Hallelujah. You guys made me cry. It was so beautiful. I told him before I forgot. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. It was absolutely awesome. Regina, I know you worked. Oh, that's okay. I know you worked very hard. And we, and we, well, I, I know all of them did. Praise we were God. here for every yes, rehearsal. And, and you Hallelujah. did everything, but we're so proud of you. I mean, I could just see the glow of Jesus all over your faces. It was wonderful. Thank you, Regina. Did you look at Regina's Great face job. when she was singing? No, she was she was looked giving like a, it was tormented. She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no she was, she did you did a Hallelujah. great job. But you yes, know pastors got to aggravate. God. Hallelujah. Praise welcome, God forever. Welcome, Amen. Welcome. Welcome Happy a great Easter. Easter day. Hallelujah. Yes. We had a great time in first service, or I did. And uh, I slept so, uh, in. Yeah, praise God. You slept in. Hallelujah. I did. I but was we are glad Jesus. that you're here. Amen. Laying before the Lord. Yeah, you were. Hallelujah. So uh, don't forget this Wednesday evening, April the 4th, I start the Revelation series. We're talking about from Revelation, oh, the man. fourth chapter this on. Is good. We have posters ready, and uh, it's going to yes. be a, a great time for those of you that, uh, you know, want to learn more about Revelation. Yes. And uh, whether well, we like when, it or not, it's coming. When I was a kid, yeah. seriously, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, My, you know, and they would stretch a, a thing from one, one end of the stage to the other, and they would have all of Revelations, like, painted on yeah. this thing. And, and it stuck in my mind forever and ever. I'll never forget that. Yeah. So this is going to be a good teaching. You don't, I'm, I'm not just trying to put a, advertisement in here but you really if you want to learn about revelations you really need to be here and you need this. to know about it Hallelujah. yes you do because it is a reality that is Absolutely. about to come to pass yes. and uh so if you don't make it to the rapture you'll want to know what's going on yep. on earth hallelujah yes. and uh yes. we had a we were watching that show that i think is so stupid what is that show <laughs> called the I real the real oh what a dumb oh, okay okay New definition of stupid. Hallelujah. But yeah, yeah, this woman said, if I ever have children, I'm going to take them and raise them in the Pentecostal, Pentecostal church. church. Though she goes to a church now. But that, we don't know why. That, yeah. That, well, she said, they because they don't cuss in Pentecostal do their... churches. They don't drink and, and they don't do all these things. But yet so she does it. That was a good advertisement for the church she goes to. Bad advertising. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, yeah. you know, you need to raise your kids in the admonition. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, God says when they grow up, they won't depart that's from right. it. Amen. So, see, the word never comes back. It, it never comes back a lie. It always comes back in, in the truth. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Right. Because, I mean, I grew up in a Pentecostal house, and I rebelled, and I went, and I did things that I sh shouldn't have done. I sang in bars and, and had one drink, and I'd sip on that drink all night long but what did I do I come back to the house of the Lord I gave my life yep. to Christ amen. and yes. I'm here today to yep. witness amen. that Jesus is alive he is alive that's right amen. hallelujah uh, the marriage class will meet next Sunday April the 8th at 9 a.m. Yep. in the loft and uh, where they're going to be continuing a series by Jimmy Evans entitled emotionally healthy marriage mm -hmm. child care is available in the volunteer yep. center and then home groups start up again next, uh, no, they continue next week, uh, yeah, April the 8th. Sunday, yeah. And times and locations are out there at the Welcome Center. Uh, or you can go to obmcc.org. And then Young Adult Worship Night is going to be 
April the 20th. That's from ages 18 to 35. I did tell yeah. a girl that was 17 to just go ahead and fall in there. Absolutely. And that's at 7 o'clock in the uh, youth sanctuary. Invite a friend and enjoy it. Yes. Praise God. So yes. we got a lot of great things going on. We had a great communion oh service. Gosh. People ministered to and all that kind of stuff. It was so, awesome. Yep. And God was doing a lot of good things. So what, what else you got to say? Well, I... Uh, for all is that a new Easter dress? No, this is last year. How many of you ladies got new Easter dresses? Last year, hand me down. Come on, you ladies. You got to stand, stand up. Stand up. Let, up. Let Let's us see, see your what new you look dress. Like. Come on. Hallelujah. And that way it defines the guys so that are sheep and the guys that aren't. Oh, oh stop. Hallelujah. Nobody got a new Easter dress? How oh. many of you have Easter hats? Now, I did see. I, I did she's see a couple of Easter hats. Yep, she's standing oh, there's up. There's an Easter hat. There's yep, one. Stand up. Come on, I want to see them Easter yeah. hats. Praise oh, God. they look beautiful. I love Easter hats. Hallelujah. Yep. Amen. <laughs> do you want me to wear Easter hat next year? I could do that. I got a hunting mask. I can rock them. I got a hunting mask we can paint. Well, I can't. Yeah. Gray, I really uh, can't. White, or uh, we can uh, paint. We paint can put a something. mask on you, and I'll wear the Easter hat. Uh, and you were a little cheap this year. You didn't buy me a new Easter dress. I'm wearing same old, same old. You are the same old, same old. That's it. I'm that, waiting for spring to spring. spring well, well to trust sprung, me, sprung. when you sleep in the doghouse tonight, you'll really be wishing now, listen, spring Listen, I wasn't no sprung. dummy. When I built that house, I built a nice doghouse. <laughs> yeah, it's down air the basement. It's got dish TV. Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, praise God. So, what else we got going on? Well, That's, uh... Really, I yes. wanted to welcome the live streamers, okay. but I'm sure they're already watching and yes, they're enjoying they us yep. bantering back and Amen. forth, having a good time. Yep. God gave us a sense of humor and we need to use it, That's right? right? Amen. But yeah. you're going to enjoy today's service, but also I want to encourage the ones that can't get out to really watch these Revelation series that is coming up. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. I mean, those that can't get out or those that can get out will be watching it too. No, no, you need to come. God said, let us not forget to assemble ourselves in the house of the Lord. So if God's telling yeah, us that. Yeah, but we that, got the NIV and the EBD and the <laughs> Dudeba and the uh, My Life Today's Too Busy Bibles, and that's excluded. I know. I know. I know. Well, Let's move on. sometimes if we're too busy for God, you know, not Honey. good. He yeah. said, when you get rich, you basically, I'm paraphrasing, you forget me. You do, really? Yeah, yeah. We forget them when we, we people forget God yeah. when you get money. Because you buy boats and you, you buy motorcycles money. and you do Not all these everybody things. everybody that had gets money forgets God. No. I no. had 50 bucks the other day and I felt like I was king of the world. Honey, right. you had a lot more than that. I, I left I, on vacation and he needed all this money to stay home I spent for a it few all. days. I spent every and he dime spent of every it. dime of it. Absolutely, I did. Yeah. And I asked him how much he had this morning. He said 20 bucks. Was it 20? 40. Oh, 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 oh. Woo! He had 40. I'm proud of but you. But I think I spent it on the way home, on the way to church. What, did you give it away? No, no, not yet, no. No, no, no. How could you spend 40 bucks on the way to church? In my mind. He go, but he's got something to buy. I got oh, yeah. lots to buy. <laughs> yeah. I already heard you talking. See, they went spear fishing in Florida. What? 
Go ahead. They went spearfishing, and Lincoln got how many? Twelve? No, nine. Not well. And I got one. Then the then the guy told me, your rope is only this long. <laughs> I said, well, why didn't you tell me? He said, well, I thought you'd find that out. I thought, well, I just did. So you had to get that close to the fish to yes, spear it? Yes, Well, what about Lincoln's? He he oh, watched he the guide and he dove down. So Smart. as soon as I dove down, I got mine. Smart kid. Then it's time to go. <laughs> hey, he, he, we brought those fish home. I guess I yep. they're going to eat them. Yep. I don't like fish. Absolutely. So. We're going to eat them. You're Praise God. Eat them. But so we what, had a good vacation. Are, are you done? Am I done? Rambling? Nah, probably. Okay. All Unless right. you want to hear some more rambling. No, no. They said no. Okay, good. One says yes, one says no. Okay, well, that's 50-50. Yeah. All right, get behind me. Hallelujah. Satan. And, and uh, no, I wasn't saying I'm that to right you. I'm just right here, babe. All right. I thought you disappeared. No, I was right behind you. Well, go away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm more comfortable without you looking over my shoulder. Praise God. All right. Now, we're going to receive our tithing offering today. You need tithing offering envelope. Please raise your hand. Now, the special offering we're going to take separate, and we're going to bring it to the altar. And so uh, that is our Easter offering that we take every year. That goes for the maintenance of the building and, you know, refurbishing things and bringing it all up to par. But today, as you give, you know that it's going to be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And as you do, God enables us. Without a seed, there is no harvest. And so a seed time missed is a harvest already aborted. And so today as we give, we're going to be giving as unto the Lord. And then the tithers, those that really are, those that, uh, they are the backbone of what happens in a church or in the kingdom of God. And uh, so as we tithe today, God's going to open up the windows of heaven, pour out of, on us a blessing that we cannot possibly contain it will get into your life fill it it will get into your kids life fill it it'll get into your grandchildren's life and fill it and so as we give today we understand the principles of God we give because God is faithful to fulfill his promises God needs a connection of faith our giving is that connection and so as we connect with God by faith God gives seed to the sower and he multiplies the seed when it's sown. So a seed unsown is a harvest missed, and a tithe not paid is simply a window that is locked. So today as we give our tithes and offerings, we do it because we serve him. He is the Lord of our life. His ways are wiser than our ways, and they deliver us from the problems and the schemes and the entrapments of hell beneath. So let's pray. Father. In the name of Jesus, as we give today, God, we thank you that you have a harvest in store for every seed. God, today, as we pay our tithe, we say thank you, God, for our redemption. We say thank you that we once were under the bondage of Pharaoh and, and under the iniquity and the bondages of sin. But God, you, in your grace and mercy, brought us out by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, that we were orphans, but God, now we are adopted sons and daughters of you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Stand your feet and bring your tithe and offering unto the Lord.
come to a special offering that we do every year to really show our gratitude and our devotion to God, and that simply is an offering. You know, the Bible says that they gave tithes and offerings. Offerings were for special events, special visions, purposes, courses of action that God had laid in people's hearts, and the course of actions that simply had to maintain the church in the wilderness or the tabernacle made of skins. David's tabernacle and so today we have designated that it is a time that we as a church would designate a special offering give that an, an amount that God has put into your heart well, Phyllis and I have been doing this for years and years and certainly we have never noticed that it's drained us or that it took something away from us but that we've always been enriched by it but we are we are givers and I know that you are it is in your nature to be givers and so today as we receive our special offering this goes for the maintenance of the buildings and uh, we're dealing with another uh, roof on a building so those things these finances are going towards that and it just helps us keep up with all of the maintenance of these many buildings and all the outreaches that we do so let me pray over this seed with you father in the name of Jesus I believe, God, that you are a multiplier of seed. I believe, God, that you see the depth of our sacrifice, God, of what we would do for you. And God, I thank you, God, for the enablement, the increase that you have brought in my life, that, God, I could put this special gift this offering before you God to carry out the work of the kingdom God to do it in an excellent manner to do it in a manner that would be pleasing to you and that would represent you God I thank you for this opportunity to bring this special seed in Jesus name amen and amen please stand your feet and bring your special Easter offering
sharing his word. Um, we will be delivering, um, for those of you who are, that were here on Good Friday, um, there were four um, conversations that we had where we got to speak about what the cross meant to us. And then Pastor Kylan wrapped it up with a little bit of a message. Today, there will be four that will share of what the resurrection means to them, accompanied by um, some music in between as a time of reflection. And Pastor Dosik will be closing out the afternoon with a word from the Lord. Savior of the world was for 
It's Resurrection Sunday. What a great day to be a Christian. This one moment in time has defined our religion for all eternity. No other religion has the miraculous power of the resurrection of their God to declare. You see, we, church, are the only ones who have a Savior that even in death, he still had a plan to rise. Amen? So what does the rection say to me personally? To me, it screams life. Not just the power of life that came when Christ rose from the dead, but life eternal to me and to you. The miracle of Christ being dead and gone for three days is the same miracle that takes place when I accept Christ into my own life. I am now risen in him and for his purpose alone. My life now has meaning because of him and him alone. What I was is dead and gone. It is left in the tomb. And you see, I am a new creation. A new creature because he has risen and he's alive in me. Hallelujah. You know, when I think back to the day when Christ was no longer in the tomb, what would it be like to be there? To be as Mary and Mary who were coming to the tomb to check on their beloved Savior. And when they began to walk towards the tomb, for them to notice that the stone was rolled away. I'm sure fear gripped their hearts. What anguish and uncertainty I'm sure they felt. But then he, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the life giver and miracle worker himself appeared to Mary and asked her, why are you weeping? I imagine that through her tears, Mary saw what had been foretold by Christ himself. 
her Savior, standing there, commissioning her to go tell all the others that he's alive. What a range of emotions it would be to feel that, from anguish to excitement, all in a moment. And to mention the excitement is beyond description of what I can say. The word had been fulfilled. Not just the word of the prophets who foretold, but the word that he spoke himself, that he would rise again three days later. And you know, church, when I read this story over and over again, it never gets less exciting. The opposite happens. I actually get more excited about our King, our Lord, our Savior and friend, and how he is the only one who has rose again. He broke the hold of death and he came back triumphantly and in power to once again prove over and over again that his word is true. His word that he spoke, it never fails, church, never fails. And you know, I think it's our job as Christians in the body of Christ to try and not lose that excitement. It's the very essence of why we are saved and born again. And I am just as guilty as everyone else of not keeping this joy at the forefront of who I am. But I'm renewed every year at this time in joy, in excitement, and in passion for our King. So as I'm renewed this glorious day, I bid you, church, to renew your excitement and your passion for all things Jesus. Because he is alive, and he is well, and he is ready for us to come running unto him. But it's not only for us. It's for the world. It's for those who are lost to know he is alive, risen, and coming again for all who believe. So let my life commission and my life goal be to tell the world that you are alive. What does the resurrection mean to me? When I think of the resurrection, I, I think of this passage. It's an unusual passage for the resurrection or the thought of the resurrection. But I think of this verse in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, where Paul talks about tongues and prophecies and knowledge. Those things will pass away, but these things remain, these three, faith, hope, and love. These three, these three remain, and the greatest of these is love. And when I think of that verse, I think of the enduring power, the resurrection power that is in faith, hope, and love. So when I look at that, faith, how, how do I come to this? Faith. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13 that if Christ has not been raised and our faith is futile and we're still in our sins, but this we know. We know that Christ has been raised. And because Christ has been raised, we're, we're no longer in our sins and our faith is not futile, but our faith is powerful. Our faith is not empty. Our faith is full. Amen. Because Christ has been raised. We trust and we know 
that the cross of Jesus Christ forgives us of our sins. But the resurrection of Jesus proves that the cross is the efficacious grace of God. It gives the cross its power. It gives the cross its potency. The resurrection of Jesus empowers the death of Christ and liberates us all. So faith, my faith is not in vain. My faith is not futile. My faith is in a risen Christ. And secondly, hope, because um, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. You and I haven't seen resurrection. We go to funerals all the time. We taste of death. We have loved ones that died. We experience the pain and the sorrow of death. So our hope is not, is not in vain. Our hope is that because Christ was raised from the dead, you and I and we, we will be raised from the dead. Our hope is in this future resurrection that one day death will lose its sting and it will be the last the last enemy to be destroyed. Death will be destroyed. All of your loved ones, every suffering, every sorrow, every heartache, every, 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 every pain that death has caused the believer will be swallowed up in that victory. And that's our hope. And then thirdly, love. Love. The Bible says this in reference to hope. The Bible says because of God's great love and mercy, we have been born again to a living hope because of the resurrection. But then, he, then, then the Bible tells us this, that because of this, God's love was poured into our hearts through the Spirit. Through the Spirit, God's love was poured into our hearts. The cross of Jesus emptied sin of its power stripped the devil, rendered him a defeated foe, and it was the love of God on display. And then the resurrection of Jesus happened, and he rose from the dead triumphantly, and he ascended to the right hand of the Father and gave the gift of the Spirit to the church, and that is the pouring out of love. So that we're, love is not just a sentiment, it's not just a feeling, it, it's an actual event. Love was poured into our heart with the receiving of the Spirit. And our spirits bear witness. And here's a powerful reality. Your testimony and my testimony and the church's testimony all over the world gives validity to the resurrection of Jesus. If you have been born again and you have a transformed life, it is a witness that Jesus is alive Muhammad does not transform lives. Buddha can't transform lives. Religion can't transform lives. But Jesus, because he's been raised from the dead, he transforms lives. Hallelujah. He transforms lives. And, and I'll finish up by saying this. One day, one day, a trumpet will blast. And the dead in Christ, and we which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together in the sky with our Lord forever and ever we shall be. Amen. We are looking for that glorious return of the Lord, the great parousia, as the theologians call it, the, the coming of Jesus and the resurrection of the dead. Amen. What a glorious day that will be. The Bible says that's our hope. We're looking for that hope. How many is looking for that hope this morning? We get to taste it. We get to, we get to experience it. But one day it will be a finished reality. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now I have 
resurrection power living on the inside Jesus you have given us freedom no longer bound by sin and darkness living in the light of your goodness you have given us freedom
know, when I think about what the resurrection means to me, it always comes back to two simple things. Simple things when I think about it, but, but these things are, because the implications are very, very deep and very wide, and those two things are hope and their joy. You see, we talk about this Friday night a little bit of Good Friday. Believing in the actual events of the cross and the resurrection means everything. See, we often grow up, especially in church, we hear these stories so much over and over and over again. Sometimes they just feel like stories, and that's it, just stories. Friday night we asked the question, as Jesus Christ has died in accordance to the scriptures, do you believe? Not just in a story, but in the actual event that Jesus Christ died on a cross in our place for our sins. Do you believe? But then we asked the same question this morning. Three days after the event of the crucifixion, there was a rush to the tomb in the morning. Empty, the stone rolled away. Going back, the disciples come again. They're looking, they're confused, they're bewildered. They're not sure what's happening. And all of a sudden, things start to dawn a little bit. And then Mary Magdalene runs into Jesus, thinks he's the gardener. I, I love the writings of, of John. He, he always is, is full of, we would say, surprises. And John takes us back to Genesis, the Garden of Eden. Mary Magdalene thinks it's the garden. He's echoing that man in the garden walking with God in, in, in Genesis. And the creator is at work again. And again, it's not just a story, but do you believe that Jesus Christ has rose from the dead as according to the scriptures? Do you believe? Well, so it, 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 brings, it brings hope and it brings joy. See, what the resurrection did is the resurrection backed up everything that Jesus said. It, it backed up everything that he taught. It backed up everything that he did. It backed up the announcement and the proclamation of the kingdom of God. It said everything that Jesus did and everything that he was about is true and it's real and it's back from heaven itself. John echoing Genesis, the creator is at work again. He is making all things new. And guess what? The, the big thing about it is we're a part of it. You, me, everything. We're a part of this amazing, wonderful, incredible work of God. That he's taken this messed up creation that we messed up, reclaiming it and saying, not only have I broken sin, but because I've broken sin, I'm making all things new again. Brings hope. And it brings joy. So I wrote a couple things down about hope and joy. So... Let me just read them for a second. It makes me think of hope because the mess that we see now in this world is not the final ending. The mess that we see now is there's a new ending being written. And if you look closely enough, you can start to see the miracles of the kingdom happening. Sometimes we get so focused on the mess we miss the miracle of what God is up to. But even right now, though it's hard to see right now, since the resurrection, God is making all things new. And certainly we know at the return of Jesus, he's going to do it in a final way. But here right now, God's in the remaking business. That means a lot for me. It means a lot for you. So this mess is not the final ending. It means 
that no matter what, everything's going to be all right. You see, you see, it was a year ago, I found myself in the hospital. It's way out of the blue, way out of normal, and some big things were going on. And we believed in the power of God to do what he's going to do and, and, and the things that did happen. But I remember thinking to myself, do I really believe in the resurrection of Jesus? Yeah, I do. Then what that makes me believe in is that no matter what, everything is going to be all right. Because no matter what happened to me, that was not the final ending of my story. Everything's going to be all right. God is writing a new ending for me. He's writing a new ending for you. And it ends up with a resurrection because this tomb right here is empty. Jesus is resurrected. So you will be and so I will be if we simply believe. And then it makes me think of joy. Hope in, in what's to come, but joy because no matter the hurts, sorrows, pains, rejections, when it didn't seem like things worked out right, no matter what it is, because it's going to be all right means there will be ultimate joy. See, what happens is as we live this life, sometimes there, there are caverns that are carved deep within us because of our hurts and our pains and our disappointments that is going to be ultimately filled by joy that cannot be taken away when Jesus finally makes all things new. That is what is coming for us. Not only joy now, but later joy unspeakable that cannot be removed. Hope because of what is coming, then the ultimate joy in what happens. See, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 that if there is no resurrection, then Jesus has not been resurrected. And then our preaching and our faith, it's useless. But there is a resurrection. We believe in the physical, actual, factual resurrection of Jesus Christ. And because of that, because of that, we know that God will do everything that he said he will do. Amen. What the resurrection means to me. None of us can escape death. It is appointed unto every man and woman a time to die. No amount of money, power, prestige, not even our race or our color can stop death. It is impossible. Many have proclaimed to be the son of God, but there's only one who would defy and defeat death. This one would be the true son of God. The story of the day goes like this. Laid to rest in a tomb, after his crucifixion, his loved ones drew near to the tomb on the third day to continue mourning the Lord's death. The resurrection proves to me that he is the one, the only one, and the true son of God. I don't ask if Buddha is the son of God because he's still in the grave. I don't ask if Muhammad is the true son of God because he too 
is still in the grave. My Savior and your Savior is no longer in the grave. Amen. As Mary and Mary were mourning the Lord Jesus, the angel of the Lord appeared to them and said, Fear not, for he is no longer in the grave. And the stone rolled away. He said, He was crucified, but for today he is risen and is now alive. We have a reason to celebrate today when all of a sudden a great earthquake came and shook the earth. And the Lord reminded them, don't cry. It's okay. Because just as he said he would rise, he has done just that. We have a call and a purpose upon our life. And when Jesus raised from the dead, we were justified and made righteous with our king. You and I have a reason to celebrate this beautiful resurrection today. Next. The power of Christ now belongs to me. To live a life of person and passion for the one who gave it all. My purpose is to share this story of the cross and the resurrection to everyone will hear. For there is power in the resurrection. Amen? Acts 2.24 says, It was impossible for death to keep and hold him in the grave. See, our God is more powerful than death. He triumphed over it. Oh, death, where is thy sting and grave? Where is thy victory? See, the sting of death was my sin. But my sin was forgiven through his death and his resurrection. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are new. I know what the resurrection means to me. It means all things are possible to those who believe. Would you stand with me on this last song here? Alone in my sorrow and dead in my sin And lost without hope with no place to begin Your love made a way to let mercy come in when death was arrested and my life began oh your grace so
darkness rejoices though heaven had beginning of life that's been freed from sin. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, that at no cost to us, your uncontainable love broke forth upon a place called Calvary, where Jesus himself hung on a tree, guilty of nothing but love. Guilty of no wrong, guilty of no broken law, guilty of not breaking a flax, guilty of nothing but loving man. God, we look at the cross, but God, the cross has no relevance except that there is an acknowledgement by God himself that there was a sacrifice without blemish offered on the cross that Jesus truly was born of a virgin this is my son that Jesus truly came a man proven by miracles not to deceive man but to convince man that he was the son of God. This is my son. God, 
to reward a sinless life and to acknowledge that Jesus was the sacrifice prophesied of over 3,000 times to come and to die in the place of sinners. This is my son, taken from a cross and laid in a tomb, sealed, sealed that no one could break, fortified by the governments of man. Then on the third day, the stone has been rolled away. And a miracle has transposed itself into human history as a foundation of people that would call Jesus Lord. The tomb is empty. God declaring, this is my son. He has raised him from the dead by his faith. Not by the faith of Jesus, not by the faith of men but by the faith of God himself, declaring that he is my son. There have been many that called themselves Savior, many that called themselves a Messiah, many that declared that they were the way, but the empty tomb is the unquestionable seal that Jesus Christ is God's only begotten son. The cross, yes, historically took place. It's verified in history, in Jewish history, in Gentile history, in Roman history. Yes, Jesus died on a cross. But what is not recorded historically, except by the Holy Scripture, called the Bible is that on the third day the tomb that was borrowed by Joseph from Joseph Arimathea's is now empty the cross was real the sinless life was real the miracles were real Jesus' virgin birth was real all of it was questionable until the day of the resurrection. Until that day, Jesus was known as Joseph. Until that day, he was the son of Mary. But on that day, he became known as Lord of all, Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of all men. Without the resurrection, there is no acceptance of his sacrifice on the cross. But he has ascended when he told Mary, touch me not, for I ascend in my Father and your God. He ascended into heaven and he cleaned the holiest of holies that you and I might have a place prepared for us. We enter in by the shed blood of Jesus Christ with every head bowed.
you may be here today and you might say, well, I, I, I believe in the cross. We sometimes call that easy believism. Belief without any faith. Belief without any responsibility. Belief without a commitment. Belief without really a statement or a stand, a surrender to acknowledge that Jesus Christ was God's only begotten Son. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come unto God except by Him. Easy believism is cheap today. It's like an abundance of goods sold in a dollar store. Not much value. But the belief that God requires is a belief system that says not only turning over a new leaf, not only becoming a member of a church, not only of turning over a new moral beginning, not just acknowledging and not just starting to come to church. No, it is a belief system that comes from the depth of your heart that says, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ was the Son of the living God. And I believe that by faith He has raised from the dead and that He is now alive. Not only do I believe in His resurrection, but I believe in my impending resurrection of the just and of the unjust. And I choose this day to be on the resurrection of the just. I choose today to surrender my life to Jesus Christ and make him Christ, God's chosen one, and to make him Lord of my life. That is, he has died for me and God has raised him from the dead, that I will give my life to him. And as he dies, I make a commitment to live for him, his will over my will. If you're here today and you're not a Christian, Easter is more about you believing that God can take a broken life, a life that has went astray or a life that has been dominated by sin, and you believe in the impossible. God can raise you out of the deadness of sin and give you eternal life. Today is a declaration of those that are around us in assembly at this most holy time, this most holy moment that people that do not know Jesus Christ would say, I believe. And that you would follow your belief with a statement of faith, a confession of faith that you would confess him before men that he may confess you before the Father. If you are here today and you're a backslider, how God's heart is knit to the backslider as he calls out day after day, prodigal son, please come home. There's a place prepared for you at the table. The robe is still here. The ring is waiting in the sandals no one else can wear. Oh, backslider, Today, awaken yourself from the pending judgment of those that have known him and forsaken him. 
If you're here today and you're not a Christian and you say, Pastor, I need to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And I do believe in the cross. And yes, I believe in the depth of my heart that the tomb where they laid Jesus is empty. Today is the day of new beginning. His freedom that he bought for us from sin produces life to you today. It now begins. I'm going to ask you as Daniel sings that song again with the worship team that you today, if you're here today and you're a sinner, if you're here today and you do not know Jesus Christ, those four people have preached the gospel more profoundly than I could preach it. It's given you the opportunity to call upon the name of the Lord and you can be saved. If you're here today and you're a backslider friend, it's time to come home. Forget why you left. It's just time for you to come home. Daniel, will you please sing that song? Backup singers, come. Today, a sinner in your ear. You need Jesus Christ as your personal Mix faith with what you believe. Thou shalt be saved. Wherever you are, if you brought somebody, ask them today. Today is the day that God has waited. Please come out as they're singing your song. Come and meet me at this altar. Let me pray with you. Let God do a work in you. Let a new life begin. Let sin be washed away. Let the burden of decay be rolled away. There's a new life waiting for you wherever you are today. Step out in the altar. They're coming. Come. Come. Don't wait. This is your moment. This is your hour right now. Wherever you are, wherever you are, come. Wherever you are, please come. This is your moment. God is calling your name. God is calling out to you. Today is the day of salvation. Come on back up, singers. Let's sing it. Hallelujah. Oh
about three weeks ago, they brought this young man to me, and he was blind. His brain had not been created to be able to see it. It wouldn't see his eye, and then they tried to do something on the other eye. I remember praying for him right back there at the sound booth. And today he comes to give his life to Christ, but with two seeing eyes. God is a God of miracles. Sometimes you think they just don't happen. They happen all the time. Please gather around me here, family. Hallelujah. Bring them right over here, Jim. Hallelujah. Step right in here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His grandmother brought her grandson. God has touched his eyes, opened his eyes, and given him sight. What a miracle. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you come today. Hallelujah. So glad that you joined us today. Hallelujah. Nobody, nobody else. Hallelujah. This day is for you. It is for you. It is for you. It is for you. Life-changing day. Pray this prayer with me. Let's all of us just pray it. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe in the cross of Jesus Christ. That he died for my sins. That he shed his blood, causing him to die. And I believe that he was buried in a tomb. He laid there for three days. And at the end of three days, you by your power, you raised him from the dead. And he is now alive today. You crowned and called him Christ and Lord of all. And God, today, by faith in Jesus Christ, we declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of our life. We give us your all. We give you our all. And God, we thank you today that, God, we are born again, washed clean, forgiven. Old things are passed away. We denounce every hidden work of darkness. Come into our heart, Jesus. We receive you now as you have died for us. We will now live for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Would you please, guys, make sure they get this book on book How to Be a Christian? Listen, please allow Phyllis and I to pastor you, and we want to be the very best pastors we can. We're here to help you, to help you grow, be all that you can be in God. So please, this is your family of faith. You can find a place, and you'll find your purpose right here among these great people and I want to called say, the children I want to say this too, honey. Listen, stay in church. Because when you get out of church is when you backslide and when you go back on the Lord. You've got to stay in church. Just like we go and we eat every day three times. We go to the refrigerator and we eat. Why? To help our bodies survive. Okay, you've got to eat. You've got to be able to eat the Word of God. When you hear the Word here and you've got to be go home and read the Word. Pray. Talk to Him just like you would your brother, your sister, your, your wife, whoever. 
but you've got to stay in church because if you don't, the devil's going to eat you alive. And you're going to go back into the world and you're going to end up in hell. I don't want none of you to go to hell. None of you. You're precious, precious souls. Stay in the house of the Lord. Come to the house yeah. of the Lord every week, every Wednesday night and every Sunday morning. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not. You'll just get You'll just get adapted. We're family. We're family. We're God's kids. You know, we love you. God loves you. These people love you. They got so excited when you gave your life to Christ. Yes. So Amen. go. Be blessed. God bless you. God bless Amen. You. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a good round of applause today. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, there's nothing else left to do but celebrate the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell others about Jesus. Amen. Be a light to the world. Well, you didn't get a priest. Ah, don't worry. I preach lots. Hallelujah. Praise God. God, may your grace and your mercy be abundantly shed abroad upon your saints today. May God we ever keep in mind that God our faith is not in vain, but there is coming a resurrection of the just and of the unjust by him who gave birth to resurrection, Jesus Christ himself. God, we thank you for Easter. We just thank you for Easter. Hallelujah. We thank you for Easter. Hallelujah. 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 If you're here today and you're not, you have never, maybe you've been attending church for a while, maybe you haven't. But you say, you know what, I believe God wants me to be a part of this assembly. It's called Only Believe Ministries Christian Center. Then this is your opportunity. They tell me this is membership Sunday. It fell on Easter. So we're going to receive people to become a part of the family of faith here. A place where you find your purpose. A place where you can find a place. So if you're here today and you say, you know what, Pastor, I believe God's called me to be a part of here. Whether you attended a month or two months, whether it's your first time, whatever it might be. We're going to open up right now. So if you want to come become a part of the family of faith right here at Only Believe Ministries Christian Center, please step out of your aisle. Come on down here. We're going to give you a couple minutes. We're going to pray with you. Amen. And uh, then we're going to let them go celebrate their Easter. So if that's you today, please step out of your aisle. Come on down here. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. They're rolling out of here like rocks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, guys. Third time here. Well, praise God. Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay, good deal. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we ask that you make Phyllis and I greater pastors than we've ever been. God, let us have your mind that we may preach, God, help, uplift, and encourage, increase and grow their faith. 
Now, God, we ask that the blessing that is on this house would come upon them. We ask God that the favor that's upon us would come upon them. We ask God that their faith would abound and that, God, you would bless and prosper and increase their households. Now, God, we ask these things as we, Phyllis and I, commit ourselves afresh and new to be the best pastors that we possibly can be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you, guys. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hallelujah. All righty. Well, somebody shout hallelujah. All righty. Praise God. Father, bless these people. Keep them from evil. Prosper, God. Remind us, God, that we belong to you. We are not our own. Lead us and guide us. Prosper us in all that we do. God is our soul. Prospers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. See you Wednesday evening for the book of Revelation.